We're going to begin tonight with footage that shows you what was actually happening inside the Capitol. The footage does not show an insurrection or a riot in progress. Last night, Fox News actually allowed Tucker Carlson to show us video evidence of what really happened on January 6th, where he debunked three huge lies about the January 6th event. Last night, I covered one of those. Today, I cover the two major ones in this episode. The one about Ray Epps and the one about the slain officer at the Capitol, police officer Sicknick. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. The New York Times has published a glowing profile of Ray Epps. The Times writes that Epps has suffered enormously in the past 10 months as right-wing media figures and GOP politicians have baselessly described him as a covert government agent who helped instigate the attack on the Capitol. It's joining us now. Republican Congressman, member of the January 6th committee, uh, Adam Kinzinger, uh, Congressman. Let's turn to the Ray Epps conspiracy theory. Um, now, you tweeted a rather colorful thread about this baseless conspiracy. You said, quote, he, he didn't enter the Capitol on January 6th and was removed from the most wanted list because apparently he broke no laws. I'm pretty sure the FBI wouldn't be dumb enough to put their own agent on a wanted list. W what do you make of this? And you have, you know, Republican colleagues of yours in the House and Ted Cruz in the Senate pushing out this, this nonsense. Uh, and I don't even understand why. And it was a send-off for a hero, as Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick, who was killed during the insurrection, was honored at the very building he died defending. So this is part of this, this whole, like, flood the zone with confusion, with conspiracy. When Ted Cruz asks specifically to the FBI about Ray Epps, they can't comment as they don't about individual cases, and that was seen as even further of a conspiracy. This is why conspiracy theories can't be ignored anymore with this new kind of social media environment. They have to be nipped in their infancy. Nipped in their infancy on social media, Adam Kinzinger said last year and the year before that. Why? Because they knew that this was all a lie, all a setup, and now we are going to debunk and show you that the theories were actually true. This is going to be fun, folks, for myself and for you that have known the truth and we've had bits and pieces, but now thanks to Kevin McCarthy releasing the information, we have the whole picture. So let's get this started. Welcome to Open Source News. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and turn on the notifications bell so you don't miss out on real news. First, they told the country that Officer Sicknick was murdered with a fire extinguisher. Officer Brian Sicknick died after being hit in the head with a fire extinguisher during the fight. A hero as Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick, who was killed during the insurrection, was honored at the very building he died defending. That story came from the New York Times, which is effectively the assignment editor for most of the rest of American media. It was a lie, untrue in any way. His memory was shamelessly exploited by the incoming Biden administration. Sicknick was granted a rare honor, a memorial in the Capitol Rotunda. 
The president and the first lady paid their respects last night. Vice President Harris stopped by today. In February of 2021, Sicknick's body lay in state in the Capitol Rotunda, where a parade of unscrupulous politicians made use of it. Here's Joe Biden. Breaking down the doors and killing several police officers in the meantime. Now, we in the true media, not the mainstream media, know that Brian Sicknick died of natural causes the day afterward. That was done by an autopsy. And the New York Times quietly, after all of this charade and circus and propaganda was out there, quietly retracted their story about him dying by being hit over the head with a fire extinguisher. But by the time they retracted that story and quietly went away and the autopsy came out, the damage had already been done and the false narrative was out there. A false narrative that several times Joe Biden has propagated and talked about the death of those officers on that day. All right. This is what Tucker Carlson showed us last night. To this day, media accounts describe Sicknick as someone who was, quote, slain on January 6th. The video we reviewed proves that is a lie. Here is surveillance footage of Sicknick walking in the Capitol after he was supposedly murdered by the mob outside. So you can see here he's inside the Capitol after the original false narrative of him being beat over the head with a fire extinguisher outside the Capitol and then succumbing to those injuries the next day. But we see him walking in the Capitol inside after the supposed incident outside. Well, some folks may say, well, look, James, look, BCP, they just got confused on the timeline. Really? But what about him being uh, injured, supposedly? By all appearances, Sicknick is healthy and vigorous. He's wearing a helmet, so it's hard to imagine he was killed by a head injury. Whatever happened to Brian Sicknick was very obviously not the result of violence he suffered at the entrance to the Capitol. This tape overturns the single most powerful and politically useful lie the Democrats have told us about January 6th. Now look, folks, for me, I don't know about you, but this opens up another rabbit hole. He died the next day of, now we're finding out, natural causes when, a, when a, initially he had died of a head injury outside, but now Tucker Carlson showing us that he was inside after that happened. He was walking around healthy as a bird. He had a head protection on. So all those lies were complete lies. Makes you wonder, makes me wonder, you know, because I don't trust the government at all. Uh, why am I the crazy tinfoil hat theorist of the conspiratorium when we're seeing right here that the whole January 6th narrative is a lie. What was perhaps Sicknick actually doing? Was he an operative? Was he perhaps on our side and was going to blow the whistle on what really happened? I'm starting to believe, well, not starting to, I've actually believed this for a while, to be honest, that perhaps Sicknick and others who died after the event so they could blame it on the event, perhaps were the intended casualties of this flag of false origin that they really wanted. Either they were targeted randomly 
Or maybe, just maybe, they knew too much. Now, Tucker Carlson doesn't make that leap, but he does make a very human conclusion. But Brian Sicknick should not be reduced to a prop for the political ambitions of the Democratic Party. He was a human being. The facts of his life matter, including how he died. Rest in peace, Brian Sicknick. I don't know if we'll ever know in this lifetime how you actually died. Let's not forget the CIA are experts at wet works and making it look like natural causes. All right, now let's get into Ray Epps and why Ray Epps perjured himself and should be in jail. Whether he's an operative of the FBI or the feds or not. And that's according to the same standards that the Democrats and rhinos like Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney have been pushing. Let's remind ourselves about Ray Epps and what we've been told about him. Media ecosystem that nurtures this. The whole, you know, this whole Ray Epps issue, for instance, this has actually been a conspiracy since November. At November, it was in its infancy. Marjorie Taylor Greene's just about it now. Ted Cruz mainstreamed it when he when he asked the question on it. He mainstreamed it. Here's Ted Cruz questioning the FBI about Epps' involvement back in January. Ms. Sadburn, Ms. who is Ray Epps? Epps. I'm aware of the individual, sir. Uh, I don't have the specific background to him. On the night of January 5th, 2021, Epps wandered around the crowd that had gathered. And there's video out there of him chanting, tomorrow, we need to get into the Capitol, into the Capitol. This was strange behavior, so strange that the crowd began chanting, Fed, 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 Fed. Ms. Sandburn, was Ray Epps a Fed? Sir, I cannot answer that question. So some conservatives were accusing Epps of being an undercover FBI right. agent in instigating the events of the Capitol. There were also claims that Antifa had instigated the events of 1-6. I mean, is there a conspiracy problem? We talk about the kind of the fake news issue uh, being perhaps uh, handled poorly by the left. Is there a real conspiracy problem on the right? And that's why we have to be attacking these early on. I think Ted Cruz will be, if he has the capability, will be super embarrassed and ashamed by all of this. Now, as we're seeing, it's Adam Kinzinger who should be shamed now that all of this is coming out in the public sphere. I say should be because he is an evil, wicked, vile man and or a sociopath. And those sinvergüenzas, those shameless types, no, no shame like the rest of us with a moral compass. Let's get into what we found out last night via Tucker Carlson about possible, not possible, but actual perjury by Ray Epps in his statements about January 6th and his whereabouts. 
after sending that famous text. One of the enduring mysteries of January 6th is the role that intelligence and law enforcement agencies played in the events of that day. The January 6th committee worked hard to hide the answer to that question. We do know from contemporaneous videotape that a mysterious figure called Ray Epps encouraged the crowd to go into the Capitol. For some reason, Epps has never been indicted for that. But there's no question he did it. I mean, the following footage I'm about to show you was known from the very beginning. It makes you wonder what kind of lie about Ray Epps they would have told us had this video not been out there already. If this had been video that they could have suppressed. Actually, we probably wouldn't have known anything about Ray Epps and who he is if it weren't for citizen journalists and people vlogging and videoing and publishing on social media what was going on the day before January 6th. No wonder Adam Kinzinger said what he said before about having to control social media. That way there's only one narrative that has force-fed us and that's the false narrative of the January 6th committee on this instance or any other lie that they want to propagandize with. We need to go into the Capitol! Under public pressure, the January 6th committee finally interviewed Ray Epps. Epps told the committee that he never entered the Capitol and therefore never committed a crime. His text messages showed that at 2.12 p.m., he boasted to his nephew that he had, quote, orchestrated the protests at the Capitol. He admitted he helped get people there. Yet, curiously, congressional Democrats consider Ray Epps an ally, not an insurrectionist. Ms. Sadburn, Ms. who is Ray Epps? I'm aware of the individual, sir. Uh, I don't have the specific background to him. Tonight, we can tell you that at the very least, Ray Epps lied in his sworn testimony to the January 6th committee. Epps testified that when he sent the text messages to his nephew, he had already left the Capitol grounds to return to his hotel room. That is not true. The surveillance footage we found shows that, in fact, Ray Epps remained at the Capitol for at least another half an hour. You're seeing that on your screen now. You can clearly see there, and for those listening to this on our BCP podcast, you can see, because I've got timestamps or what have you, that Ray Epps did not just send that text message and leave. He was walking around toward the front of the crowd at the Capitol, outside the Capitol. Well, if he lied about his whereabouts, what else is he lying about? Or what else is he allowed to cover up as an operative for the federal government against our own people who were just protesting? What was Epps doing there? We can't say, but we do know that he lied to investigators. The January 6th committee likely knew this too. Democrats had access to the same tape, yet they defended Ray Epps. No honest investigation would do that. But that's why I think when you have actors, particularly ones that want to be famous, get retweets and raise money on conspiracy, I think you have to expose their tactics and techniques. Because if you don't, it is taken as gospel. And if somebody doesn't push back on Ray Epps, for instance, which which Ted is pushing, it is taken as truth. And I think, unfortunately, that's the moment we're in. That is the moment we're in, Adam Kinzinger. And you're right. We have to expose the actors. And you're one of them as a member of the January 6th committee and your cover-up of Ray Epps. 
But the point of the January 6th committee was never to investigate anything. The point was to stage a made-for-TV show trial. From the opening moments, the tone of the hearings was almost comically overheated and polemical. How staged and fraudulent was the work of the January 6th committee? Democrats hired a Good Morning America producer called James Goldston to dramatize the footage they released. The networks carried it all live as if it were real. Ray Epps committed perjury. And the January 6th people who have made him an ally know this because he, he is an ally. He's, a, he's an operative. They go, oh, he's not an FBI agent. Okay, maybe he's not an FBI agent. Maybe he's CIA. Maybe he's something else. But he's definitely an operative, definitely an ally of theirs. And folks, here's the point. And I'm going to play you the conclusion from Tucker Carlson because he does a great job wrapping it up since it was him and his team that put this all together. But here's my conclusion. And it's nothing new. It's just that we have conclusive evidence of what we've known for a while here. That this was all an operation. This was all meant to give cover for a second false impeachment of our beloved president, Donald John Trump. That's what this was all about. It's targeted at us because we wanted and want Donald John Trump back in the Oval Office. This was all to go after Trump under a false banner flag of an insurrection that was all like the kidnapping supposed plot of government uh, Governor Whitmer in Michigan. It was all a plot by the feds with unfortunately a whole bunch of patsies and the actual paid provocateurs and operatives like Mr. Sullivan, an Antifa guy from Utah, and Ray Epps, a most likely Fed. And then the whole January 6th investigation, the whole thing was a sham, and it was a production. So they could impeach President Trump. (laughs) And Mitt Romney, well, I don't know if he fell for it, but he played his part. The whole thing is going to go down in history when all is said and done as one of the low points of America. If there's one takeaway from the corpus of footage that we spent three weeks looking at, it's that the January 6th committee lied. Its members are liars. And as the result of those lies, core civil liberties in this country were eroded. People went to prison. They're in prison as of right now unjustly. So those lies had consequences. And above all, this video proves it. Now, I lied. Let me give the final word, not to Turco Carlson, but to President Trump, who truthed out. Great courage shown by Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy in releasing the surveillance footage to Tucker Carlson so that our country and indeed the world can see what really went on during the January 6th events. A whole new and completely opposite picture has now been indelibly painted. The unselect committee lied and should be prosecuted for their actions. Nancy and Mitch were a disaster on security. Thank you, Kevin and Tucker. Free at last. But then I really like his next truth tweet post. And this is where we'll conclude. 
Congratulations to Tucker Carlson on one of the biggest scoops as a reporter in U.S. history. The new surveillance footage of the January 6th events sheds an entirely different light on what actually happened. The unselect committee was a giant scam and has now unequivocally been stamped as criminal fabrication of the most important day. Pelosi and McConnell failed on security. The police story is sad and difficult to watch. Trump and most others are totally innocent. Let them go free now. Yes, let them go free now. 